Hey guys, welcome to Look, Let's Be Honest. Grab a bottle of water. It's raw and Let's talk about the real stuff. I'm Amanda Allen. I'm Andrea Albert. And this is episode number 22. And it is the middle of January, but we are still going to be talking about things with the new year. That's right. Because better late than never. Yes, and we are nothing if not late. <laughs> but we are never, never. That didn't make any sense. But we're going to go with it. Um, so we picked the most boring foods this uh, episode because our church is smack dab well, not in the middle. It's first week. First week, yeah. Of our 21 days of prayer and fasting. <laughs> and we are, um, we're feeling it. Oh, yeah. Guys, like, I have not had caffeine <laughs> for now, what, six days? <laughs> I say we're feeling it. I'm not doing that because I can't <laughs> let go of coffee ever. Oh, my gosh. Because I will hurt, like, I got to go to work and people need to, um, I need to not kill people. Well, that was the thing. For the first, like, two days, at work, like uh-huh. everything was getting on my nerves, and exactly. I had a headache, mm-hmm. and I was like, but "Andrew, you oh. are naturally nicer than I am." Just like, just in, <laughs> with coffee and without coffee, and if I don't have it, I mean, people, my family has said to me that I'm a different person. Are you serious? Like it's, yeah, it's pretty bad. I guess I've never seen non-coffee I'm, Amanda. I'm one of those morning people where like I have to warm up to you. Yeah. Um, and I told this, I said this to somebody the other day at work and I was like, I just can't turn on immediately. Like if you meet me at the door and you're like, oh my gosh, it's great to be alive. I'm like, I will, you need to walk away. I will punch you. (laughs) Yes. Well, that's, well, actually that happened to me. Like was, it was Monday. I walk in and I wasn't expecting someone to already be there because I was like going to be there kind of early to what we call open. And the woman who was there, um, she was like, asking me all these questions because she was coming to help us out because we were like short staff and stuff. And she was asking me all these questions. Yeah. I had jet, like I had got, had gotten up earlier, have had no coffee, no caffeine. See, and I was just disaster. like, I don't know. I don't know. Quit I don't, asking I, me questions. I don't know the answer <laughs> to this being a person thing right now. Um, well, cause I, so there's a girl that I work with that I love, I actually love her. But she is never in a bad mood. She's just one of those people that she's just always happy. That's and she's awesome. always joyful. Oh, like, <laughs> it is wonderful. But I got to work the other day, and I was so tired. And she was, like, telling me all about her weekend, and it was very animated. And she, <laughs> like, turned and went out of the office. And I looked at the other girl that I worked with, and I was like, well, I said, she's awake. And she was like, Amanda. And I was like, I know. I know it's me. It's, it's me. me. It's I have to her. warm up to it. Like, I will be happy for your weekend at about... 45 minutes. <laughs> just give me, give me those 45 minutes. You, don't you ever feel like you just need to explain that to somebody? Yes. Be like, hey, just give me a couple yes, of minutes. I promise I'm not mad at you. Yeah. I just don't feel like talking right now. Yeah. Exactly. No, that's me. <laughs> well, I'm glad you have your coffee. Yes. I have, I've had my coffee. That's, that's exciting. Yeah. But it is tough. So um, this is the, probably the fourth 21 days of prayer and fasting that I've made fourth or it's been, well, it's been a couple. Mm-hmm. That's with the fasting. Because in August, we do it just the 21 days yes. of prayer. Yes. And it never gets easier to fast anything. And not just food. Yeah. Like, because you have to, like, there are other things that I'm fasting besides food. So. Yeah, same. So I can't I, tell you how many times I have picked up my phone to pick, play Candy Crush this week. I know. <laughs> and been like, I'm not playing Candy Crush. But you know what I've realized mm-hmm. is that with all these distractions out of the way, I have been more productive. Yes. Like today I was um, I was off work today. Mm-hmm. Praise the Lord. Um, and 
I actually got to take a nap. Actually, I took a three-hour nap. I did not realize That's how tired I was. Glorious, I was exhausted. Um, but, but did you wake up kind of um, grumpy? Because if it's a good nap, you wake, wake up a little grumpy. Yeah, I was more just like, I still felt like I Confused. could go back to sleep. Yes. I still felt like I could go back to sleep. And I was like, you cannot go back to sleep. It is 1230. <laughs> like, get your tail up. You've got things you got to do. You should have just stayed you in know? bed until I got here this afternoon. Exactly. That's probably what I should have done. Um, but, like, I, instead of turning on the TV or doing anything, like, I actually clean, like, did some things off of my to-do yeah. list. Like, yeah. cleaned out, like, some of the drawers and, like, organized, like, clothes and did things. Yeah. And I was like, wow. I was like, I can actually get things done. Maybe I should, like, get away from TV and all that stuff. It really is. On. And I feel like it's probably, it like, sounds shallow to say you're giving, I'm giving up Candy Crush. Mm-hmm. But, and, and Netflix and things yeah. like that. But, I mean, I realized that, like, I can waste so much time. Yeah. Just sitting on the couch and, like, just one game. It's not Or shallow. just one show and then, like, Three hours later, you've not moved, and your watch is telling you to stand up because you've been sitting See, in the same position. Yes, yeah. and, and I think it's not just—it's not shallow or anything because I think this is something that the entire United States is going to benefit through. from. It, yeah. yeah, seriously, like they—I I wonder how many hours um, Americans sit in front of the TV. Well, you know, the TV and just like your phone or your, your phone. iPad, mm-hmm. and it's, it's oh, almost yeah, like phone. this uh, phone Social fatigue. Media. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm having to wear glasses now from sundown to like before until I go to bed. They've told me because I'm so tired. My eyes are wow. so tired from looking at screens, and it's affecting my sleep. So I mean, like, how many people? If it's if it's doing it to me for sure. Yeah. Well, I mean, the two you're looking at a computer, but then like in your downtime, yeah. you're looking at another screen, mm-hmm. which is your phone. Mm-hmm. So yeah. It's, it's kind of it's interesting. Yeah. It's very interesting. But that's how well, that's how we're kicking off. Our new year. Yeah. But we thought we would go back over. We did this last year. We kind of, mm-hmm. we did a New Year's episode and we liked that. It was um, just, I love fresh starts. Same. Same. I love, I, th- I may love New Year's as much as I love Christmas on a different, like way, in a different way. In a different way. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I get it. Um, I love the idea of like a year being fresh with no mistakes in it yet. Yeah. Like you've just, you can start, even though, <laughs> even though technically 31st to the first, you're still exactly the same person. But. Yes. It just feels different. This is a start date. I love yeah. start dates. I do too. <laughs> I'm a so list nice. maker and a planner. The only I'm just thing not a follow thrower <laughs> that bothers me about this year is that I like even numbers, uh, and I just don't like the number 19. Yeah, just the way it looks. I'm weird, guys. I'm weird. I realize this, and it's so nice. you're going to be more settled um, when it's 2020. Yeah, I like that 2020. Like, yeah, tw- how pretty it's, it's is awesome that? TV show. It's like very like and it's perfect eyesight. It's so good. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that's the only problem I have with 2019. Yeah. But besides that, I'm pumped about it. I'm really excited about it. But I think I love the I don't know the routine of sitting down and going through and thinking about what worked. The, for the past year and what didn't work, what I want to do better, what yeah. I want to keep. Um, mm-hmm. Like going through lists of things because I keep lists of books I've read and thinking which was the best, what movie was the best, that kind of stuff. So yep. that's the kind of stuff we're going to talk about. Which is exciting because I, I love to reflect. Like it's yes. really, I've really reflected a lot yes. <laughs> like over the past year and it's been really cool to do that. So, yeah. And we want to hear too what you have been deciding to do for the new year, even though it will be probably like in the, 
the 21st of, December, of January. Maybe this, this will out. keep you accountable. Yes. We all make like resolutions <laughs> and they're done by the end of January. Maybe you can have another fresh start. Yes. You'd be like, oh, I'll do it again. But you can find us and leave us a comment on our Instagram. It's at look, let's be honest. And just tell us the things that you are working on for the new year. Yeah. For 2019, even if, though it is an odd number. You may, like, inspire us to come up with some new resolu- resolutions yes. and stuff, too. So, yeah. So, we'll start with our first um, resolution or goal or thing that we're doing this year. And last year, we had picked a word. Yeah. Um, I love this idea of picking a word for your year. Some people do phrases. I like a word. Yeah. Because uh, yeah. I think it encompasses so many things. So, Andrea, what is your word for 2019? Well, it kind of, I kind of have two words. I know, okay. I don't, I don't know if that goes against the rules. Okay. Um, we make our own rules I have here. two rules because I feel like one of the words came at the end of 2018, but it's meant for 2019 also. Okay. And then one that um, I just like really feel like it should be a part of 2019. Um, and both of them just kind of came to me. Um, I just really feel like this is what God Wants me to focus on. Yeah. And um, the first word is obedience. Okay. And the second word is servant. Mm. And so with obedience, um, one of the things I did learn this past year is that obedience is really all that God asks of us. Right. Like at the end of the day, if you, if what you did was obeying the Holy Spirit, it doesn't matter what other people think. It doesn't matter um, if they agree with you or not. If you know you did, you obeyed God, God will take care of the rest. And it usually ends up better than you could imagine. And actually, you know, you could do something like send a text message or pay for someone's meal because like you just feel like God wants you to do that. And you may never see the benefit of it. You may never see it, but you know you obeyed. So, you know, good could come from it. That's good. You know? Um, so that's what I want to continue to do that. Just whether it's a popular thing with people or not, mm-hmm. just whatever God says, go for it. Just do it. Um, and be brave enough to do that. And yes. Have the and that's the hard part. Be brave enough to do it. Um, and cause yeah, that can be very difficult. Yeah. But the other word is servant. And, mm-hmm. um, I've just had like a really, um, kind of an eye open. I was looking over like, just thinking reflecting on 2018 and I was thinking there was a lot of things that I did that was kind of self-serving in a way that needed I needed to kind of work on my heart with like forgiveness there was a lot of things that I needed to work on to be the best me um, and that God had to rid me of some bitterness and things like that and that was kind of a year to get my heart right but this year, I want it to be not focused really on me. I want to really focus on others and, like, serve others. What do they need and what can I do to help them? Because they may be going through what I went through last year. And so I can be, like, something for them and to serve them, even in the That's smallest great. ways. Even if they don't know I've done it, I don't want the credit. I just want people to be helped. And I think you already have such a servant's heart. I think that's one of the reasons people – respond to you and are drawn to you in general oh, you're so sweet. well it's the tr- but it's the truth I think and that's one of the reasons that I really you know like I it's one of the reasons I first liked you because I was just <laughs> like she's just so nice but you do like you um you send a text when you're thinking of someone at the moment we talked about this today mm-hmm. like that's one of the things I love that when you're thinking of someone you don't wait at, like I, I'm terrible about thinking about somebody and being like I'll send them a text after work today and then I don't because I forget yeah um but you will stop what you're doing right then and just shoot off the text and say hey thinking about you how are you doing 
And that means like that's a that's a huge deal. Especially and, if somebody is going through something or they're feeling down and to get a text mm-hmm. from someone just saying, I'm thinking about you. Yeah. It's a small thing, but it means a huge amount. Well, that's the thing. I've had it done to me. Mm-hmm. And so I know how mm-hmm. it feels. And it also is like a learned behavior because I have been real I like in the past been really bad at just thinking about people right. and then finding something else out later that week talking to him. They're like, Man, on this day I was not feeling so great. And I was like, like, Oh my oh, goodness. I should, I thought about you. I thought yeah. about you, but I didn't do anything. Right. And so it was like, no more. Like, even if they receive it not well. Mm-hmm. Well, it was meant for good. <laughs> so, yeah. you know, and I don't think anybody really doesn't receive like a... They don't. I'm praying for you or something not well, but yeah. Well, know. and I just think that like you're already doing it well and from my point of view. So I can't imagine you ramping that up, how great that's going to... Like people are going to be excited. Uh, I hope so. Yeah, they will. I hope so. Yeah. And and I think the thing... I think the one thing that I keep looking at and it keeps coming up in scripture is about talk, talking about when you do things, do it as unto the Lord, mm-hmm. but also don't boast about it as mm-hmm. in what you did. Mm-hmm. Don't tell people about it. And because that comes from a heart of like humility. And yes. I want to be, I, I, I strive to be a humble person. I want to be. And like with me saying like, cause, I mean, obviously I, everyone has things they need to work on. And that's, I mean, sometimes I need to work on that. And I don't want to get the recognition Right. I think that's, I want it to come from a pure heart and I want to keep my heart pure, even like, and, and, and when I do things, I'm, that's why I want to question like, is this from the Lord right. or is it because I want credit? Yeah. What is it? And if it's, if I want credit, I ain't doing it. Right. <laughs> right. You know? So it's just, it's going to take a lot of discipline. You can do it. A lot of discipline because this is a very self-centered world and it's mm-hmm. so easy to slip mm-hmm. into that and I want to get out of it. So I just love that. Yeah. So anyway, what about you, Amanda? What's your word or words? So, <laughs> I just have one. Uh, I am not an overachiever. Um, <laughs> that's something they'll never say about me. Um, no, I think so. When I was at my parents' house over Christmas, I was, um, I love going to my parents' house and just, I don't know, there's something about being in your parents' house that you can just like relax and mm-hmm. Like the stress of the stress of like every day life just kind of goes because you're just like on vacation. Yeah. And so I was able to really rest over Christmas, which was great. And um, but I was in my old. So my parents live in the house that my grandmother lived in when I was a kid, like all growing up. And they've remodeled and everything. But I still sleep in the same bedroom that my grandmother when I was at her house, I would sleep in. Oh, that's So so it's kind of like my old room. Yeah. (laughs) So I was in my old room and I was just really praying and I was like, Lord, I just. I need you to tell me, like, what do I need to work on this year? What is the thing? And I don't know if it's a word. I don't know if it's a phrase. I don't know. Mm -hmm. But what are you needing me to do better? And I just really strongly felt that the word was prepare. Yeah. And I don't know. That sounds very dramatic. It's just me all over. I am, I'm slightly dramatic. But no, you're not. I mean, I don't know what I'm preparing for, but I feel like it's just preparing for things in general. Yeah. Like preparing for the life that I really want to have. Um, now, like, why am I living like I don't have it? <laughs> yeah. Like, you no, know what I, I mean? It. So, like, I'm not it. doing the things that I would, you know, so doing it now, like getting your house in order, getting your finances in order, getting in shape, all the things that you want to do, because I'm really bad to live a future self-life in my head. I'm like, someday this will be me. Because yeah. I have, like, a, a version of myself that is not who I am, mm-hmm. but it's, like, who I always think I should be. Does that make sense? Yes. You, it's something, it's and I think probably, yes, be. I think yeah. everybody has this 
idealized version of who, if they try hard enough, yeah, you could be this person. You could be this person, yep. But I think the thing is that most of us, well, me, I don't try. Because <laughs> you know I mean? I'm just like, I think it's yeah. going to just happen one day. Yeah. That I'm going to wake up with wisdom and You're I'm suddenly going to have, uh, you know, expendable income and my house will be clean and perfect all the time and I'll have matching linens. Um, it's like you're shooting yeah. for something without taking the steps. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. And so I want to start trying to live the life that I want to have, mm-hmm. like baby steps to- towards that. Yes. So just preparing for whatever comes up. I like that. So it starts. So this weekend I am uh, doing a deep organization Ooh. of my office, which since I have, it's the one room in my house since I moved into my house that I have not really done much with. Gotcha. So there are boxes upon boxes and Things I just haven't gone through. So that's what I'm trying to do, like, one project a weekend, which. That's great. Yeah, just, like, you know, organizing the closet or doing, you know, like, doing it by colors and doing it or seasons or. Because, you know, I just, I am not a naturally organized person ever. I've never been that way. Yeah. And I would like to try to be that way, at least for one year. And if it doesn't work, that's fine. (laughs) You (laughs) will go back to being a slob later on. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. But I think that's great that you're going to do it, like, one project at a time. Yeah. Because I feel like, I don't know about you, but I know that if I think of all the things I want to do, it becomes yes. so overwhelming. And I'm like, I can't get it all done. But if you break it down, yes. then it, it's, it's attainable. You can do it. And I am really, really bad about giving myself these really, like, fantastical goals mm-hmm. and trying to do it all at once. Like, so if I, like, embark on a lifestyle, like, food exercise habit, yes. I'm really bad to be like gung-ho to the point of where I'm just like I'm gonna work out until I just bleed <laughs> until I pass out and throw up you know That's and I can healthy. only do that for like two or three days and then I'm like okay Rice Krispie treats where, yeah. where are they you're like I can't do it because I can't do it and I get overwhelmed yeah. or I'll like have this idea of like renovating my whole house oh, I'm wow. gonna go all over and I'm just gonna do it all in one day and then I'm exhausted yeah or I wait until company is coming to have to clean the whole house and I get myself overwhelmed and then it just doesn't get done the way it should be and yeah I'm like that with gift buying, just all kinds of stuff. So I just want to be more prepared just yeah. in general in all areas. Not a last minute chick anymore. Yes. We're yes. going to be prepared. Intentional. Intentional. There you go. That should be go. more my word, but. <laughs> prepared. I'm intentionally in- prepared. There you go. So you have two yes, words. There you go. Now. <laughs> no, two words. <laughs> Yay. Two word club. <laughs> but yeah, I'm excited. Me too. This is going to be great. This is a great year. I'm excited to see how this all unfolds. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But I think it's great to talk about it because then you're kind of held accountable. Yeah. You know, that's what I like to tell, you know, your friends or whoever is near you. So who, who are your people? Yes. Who are your people? Let them know so they can What kind of year you. are you trying to have? Yeah. And the thing is, I think it can always, if you are living intentionally and you're trying to do the things that you're, like, you're trying your best. Mm-hmm. And not that you're going, and like, if God's will is something else, it doesn't mean that you're trying to go against whatever God naturally is wanting yeah. to have happen. Yeah. But you're trying to do that within his will. Like, I think, mm-hmm. you know, within his leadership. Yeah. I think God blesses that because I think that if you're truly feeling like it came from God. Yes. The goal that you have in mind. Yes. Um, it may end up looking completely different at the end of the year from what what you originally had thought it was going to be, but that's yeah. a good thing. Yes. So, but bringing friends and family into it, I think is also good because they're going to ask you about it. Oh yeah. And I think like what you're just talking about, I feel like you can, when you, your goal is set and y- you are setting your mind to see God working, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Like you, you don't just see things as coincidences and like when, when it ends up being mm-hmm. different in the end, you can 
since you were already looking and trying yeah. to do God's will, you can already see God was in it. Yes. So you, you know, don't question it. There's a book by Annie F. Downs called Looking for Lovely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I've she, heard that. Yeah. And she talks about how like, she just made this intentional choice of looking for lovely things mm-hmm. in her everyday life. And when you begin looking for them, you begin to see them way more. Yeah. And a lot of times I would read things like that and just roll my eyes because I'm like, I don't live in a fantasy world. <laughs> you know? <laughs> There are no unicorns. Realistic. Yeah. 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 <laughs> you know, bad things happen. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I can get cynical that way, but yeah. I think that when you like intentionally try to make that happen every day, you like you mm-hmm. sit and think, okay, this was a crap day. Yeah. Just in general. Yeah. But one good thing had to have happened. Had in this, to have happened. Like even if it's <laughs> yes. I got to work on time. Yes. Like if that's all you got, you yep. know what I mean? Or yes. just whatever. My bangs. Like we're able, they styled okay. They they're look okay. Amazing. They're in that like two week period where they're not too short or too long. I, you I, know, I, write it down. I may have fallen and broken my leg, but my bangs looked amazing. My bangs looked am- I actually prayed for my bangs to hang straight before. Then I was like, I don't know if God's gonna bless that. <laughs> it may have been during a twenty one days of prayer because I was like drying my bangs. I was like, Lord, just let them go the way. Because when you hit girls, if you have bangs, and I've had a form of bangs since first grade. Mm-hmm. That's the problem. Like, they don't always, this doesn't just happen. You don't look at me and I have straight, no, this did not happen. This is called a lot of finagling. There you go. And round brushing. Yeah. And saying curse words sometimes and then yeah. praying for forgiveness. I mean, you're not wearing the t-shirt. I woke up like this no. because no. I did not. No. <laughs> I put some work into it. Bangs do not just happen. But but if that's the only thing, good thing you got, you got that. So yeah, exactly. Yeah, find something good. Yeah. So um, I guess just to kind of like, piggyback off of that with like the word of the year what um I guess if you could describe the best version of yourself for this Mm. year what would that be like if you came out at the end of 2019 you're like this is this is the end goal this is who I want to be or the you know so I'm just going to be honest with the first thing that, like, I'm not even looking at my notes because now I don't remember what I put because we did, like, write this out, but we my did. phone is charging and I can't really look at it um, <laughs> without making a lot of noise. I think just being honest. Yeah. I think for me at the end of this year, the best version of myself has let go of some hurt that happened yeah. in 2018. Yeah. Because um, I, you know, that last portion of from, like, April to, you know, October was kind of a... Yeah. year right. so yeah. I think it's and on my end I just like I let some people hurt me I let some situations hurt me and I let it affect everything yeah and I don't want to be that way this year I don't want to see those people and feel uncomfortable I don't want to have to worry about it um I want to forgive and I want to move on and let go um, and that just, and, and not just people from 2018. I mean, there are people like, we were talking about this earlier today too, that yeah. like, you can like, sometimes I'll be sitting like this morning I was thinking about summer camp, 1990 <laughs> and this girl <laughs> named Ruth that was really mean to me. Oh, Ruth. Ruth. But like, wh- that was 30 years ago and yeah. I'm still like Ruth. <laughs> I mean, so there, I mean, if I'm holding on to that, like <laughs> there are some things I'm holding on to. Yeah. So I just want to let go of a lot of things and just, you know, try to, because it's not doing them, like, they're fine. Yeah, they're fine. That yeah. situ- and yes. also it's not only that, like the situation is over. Yeah. I can't go back and like, I, I live, I sometimes am, am really bad about wishing I, like I live kind of in this feeling of like, if I could just go change that one thing. Yeah. Um, and our pastor even said this this past weekend um, where he said that you cannot go back and change the beginning. Yeah. But you can change how it ends. How it ends. Exactly. And that really spoke yep. to me because I was like, I am one to like inwardly hold on to things and I will think that I've let it go and then I will, it'll 
pop up again and I'm mad again. Yep. Um, and I would really like to just not be that person. Yeah. And to be honest so, with yourself saying, hey, you're like, this is still bothering it's me. It's still bothering me. Yeah. And you may have to do, and I think, and I don't think we are people, and I've said this for a while, but people are not light switches. We don't just, you can't just decide one day, oh, I'm over that. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. I don't think process. that that's not how it really works. It, like, you may have to constantly flip that light switch back off and go to God and be like, it's still bothering me. And it's about, like, Bruce even, has come back. Well, you know, even, like, Jesus, when the disciples asked him, like, how many times should I forgive somebody? He's like, yeah. seven yeah. times 77. And it's basically saying as long as many times as it takes. As long as it takes. And I do mm-hmm. think that you do get to a place. Because I do have people in my past that I thought I would never mm-hmm. forgive them for these things. That, yeah. You know? And I think of them now, and there's nothing, there's no animosity. Yeah. There's, I mean, I wish, and like, if I, if I ran into them in public, I'd be happy to see them. You wish the best for them. You wish the best for them, because you, Mm -hmm. time does heal a lot of things, and God works on our hearts. So, yeah, just actively being, um, trying that. I agree. So that's the best version of myself. I like that. How about you? Um, I think it's, um, just seeing the best in people. Mm -hmm. No matter what, just seeing the best in people. Um, even, even if they um, always try to think first, think their intentions were good yeah. first, and then investigate later, mm-hmm. just at first, just to give people the benefit of the doubt. Because I, I don't know, I guess one of my fears is that I do something and someone doesn't know my heart. And that they think I did something maliciously when I really didn't. And I honestly had no clue what I did. But if they knew you, they know that that's not true. Yeah, (laughs) true. (laughs) But, you know, I just, um, I just want to see the best in people. And I believe that um, we all have our issues. Mm -hmm. We have all done some pretty crappy things. Like if we're honest with each other, like we have done some crappy things. And I think um, extending grace I think that's one thing. I, w- I want to extend grace. Now, I don't want to be stupid about things. Like, right. I don't want to allow people to continually, like, be in my life that are um, going to hurt me. Like, right. I am I can keep them at a distance. But at the beginning, like, if anything happens, I want to give benefit of the doubt. I want to be able to give grace. I just don't want to hold bitterness. Mm-hmm. I think that's what it all comes down to. I feel like ours are kind of similar uh-huh yeah and I will say too like while you were saying that I was thinking like when I said let go of hurts I'm thinking some I did some things to myself mm-hmm. and to other people yeah like I'm, I'm not innocent in all of the things that happened so mm-hmm. yeah forgiving yourself too is like yeah forgiving others forgiving, and forgiving yourself. yourself and being like this happened but we have to stop thinking about it yeah. so much I think of just being a very for- forgiving person grace-filled person yeah and um, just, um, I, I feel like that's just being the best version of myself. Mm-hmm. And I hope in 2019, I can do that, you know, or yeah. be better at that and not hold grudges, not have bitterness and offer forgiveness mm-hmm. quicker than I have ever done. I love that. So. And I think I just want to be more fun in general. Yeah, let's be fun. Like, I just don't <laughs> want to have to dwell. Like, like, yeah, bad things happen, but let's not think about it all the time. Yeah. Like, we don't have to talk about it. Mm-hmm. All the time. No, we can have fun. So we too. can just have a lot of fun and just enjoy being, you know, alive. Alive. <laughs> yeah. Because every day is definitely precious. Yeah. We are not promised tomorrow. That's right. So let's That's just right. have fun and forgive. Fun and forgive. Go to a lot of movies. Because yes. I have not done. A, I haven't I did gone not to go to a lot theater. of movies last year. I didn't, mm-hmm. and usually I do. So I, let let's make that yes. a goal. We're gonna we're gonna do a movie club. Yeah, that's what we're gonna do, guys. <laughs> Come join us. <laughs> 
Tells all yes. about all the good movies that <laughs> we should watch. All. <laughs> not all of them. Yeah, not all. Some of them yeah. are not appropriate. Yeah. <laughs> and some of them are like really weird. And yes, I've, I've seen a just, few um, where I'm just like, look, I can't get into. Have you seen the previews for this Spider Man in the multiverse? No. I don't understand what it's about. It's getting all these good reviews. It's like a cartoon where there's like, <gasps> no, I have seen this. Now I know what you're talking okay. about. Yes. I'm what confused by it. So everybody can be Spider-Man? Everybody can be Spider-Man in different realities or different worlds. Okay. I don't know what it's about. Yeah. But it's getting all these great reviews. But I'm like, I don't want to see that. Yeah. I don't really have a desire for that yeah. one. So we won't be seeing all the movies. No. Not all. But majority. That's right. So That's we're friends. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so... I guess we're we're we've been talking about what we want to do, but I kind of want to go back into 2018 yeah. and be like, "Hey, what was 2018?" Because it had some not so great moments, but it has some good moments. Yeah. Um, but uh, I guess we can start off with um, what did I guess we can say? What did you learn in 2018? What did I learn? Okay, I would say I learned a few things. I learned that change is not bad all the time. Sometimes I think that we're forced upon change. Yeah. Like change or change is forced upon us. Yes. We don't necessarily want it or desire it. And when it happens, we're very upset by it. Yeah. But when we look back on it, like if you can give yourself a few months from whatever this huge change was, mm -hmm. sometimes you look back on that and go, okay, th that had to happen. Yeah. Um, for this to happen and for yep. this to happen and for this, like you would never have instigated anything else if you were stuck in the same place and nothing had changed. Yeah. So change is good. Um, I would say I learned that you don't have to be everything to all people. Yeah. Like mm -hmm. it is okay to take time away and figure out what you need to do mm -hmm. um, to listen to God or, you know, and just, it's not selfishness yeah. to take care of yourself. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. It's not but taking care of yourself, care of yourself is yourself. not selfishness. No. Um, and then also I would say one of the biggest things I learned is that sometimes I have not been very good at just enjoying people for who they are. Mm -hmm. Um, because I think in the back of my mind, I'm always thinking about how good they could be. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And this is not everybody. No. But there are some people, like, I really want to love. Uh -huh. Like, I really want to just love being with them. But in the back of my mind, I'm like, but if you would only just do this. <laughs> yeah. It's a very judgmental part of myself that I'm working on. But, like, yeah. um, and I, I told you I was listening to a podcast where there was this guy that, that does the podcast who I really think is hilarious. Mm -hmm. But um, he has a lot of political views and religious views that I just do not agree with. Yeah. And he'll be really funny. And then he'll say something like, you know, that I don't agree with. Yes. And it taints everything for me. And then yeah. I'm just like, if you would just stop doing that, you would be a great person. <laughs> yeah. And I think that I, I was listening to him the other day and he was making a joke and I was laughing out loud. And I was like, you know. Sometimes you really just can love someone and enjoy them for who they are yeah. without trying to, you know, definitely you can pray for people and yes, want the best for them. But like, you don't have to, you're not the one that has to change this person. No. You, like no. you have nothing to do with this, especially somebody on a podcast that you're never going to meet. <laughs> you know, like you can hope for the best for them, but exactly. just enjoy the fact that they're funny. And if they, yes. they say some things you disagree with, be like, well, I don't agree with that. But yeah. But yep. I want to bring that kind of into my personal life where, like, if, if, if it's somebody I love, just love them. Just love them well. And uh, mm -hmm. love them well and let the other things happen as they happen. Yeah. It's not up to you to do that. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. How about you? What are the things you learned? Um, so I – if some of you follow, like, my personal Instagram, um, I did post, like, this list of things that I learned in 2018. Which I loved. I was, like, just sitting there, like – at. I think it was New Year's Day or New Year's Eve, and I was just like, wow, like really thinking about 2018 and 
what I learned, and um, I'm not going to go through all the list. <laughs> <'cause> <laughs> it's like 20 things. I learned a lot, guys. 2018 was a learning yeah, curve. It was. Um, but I would say just two of the things that I learned. Um, one is um, it's not my job to fix people. Mm-hmm. It's God's job. My job is just to love people well. So it kind of like goes off right. to what you were saying, just to love people well. Um, I can't I can't fix them. I cannot. Yeah. I can be there for them. I can love them. I can pray. But I can't change them. Right. It's, it's between them and God. That's yeah. the only way. Um, and so I've, I've learned I just got to love people well. That's good. That's all you got to do. Um, and then I also learned that I just need to embrace – my weirdness and my quirkiness. It's not weird. It's quirky and it's it's lovely. Oh, thank you. Um, <laughs> but um, I just learned that God created me this way. Like I have a certain personality yeah. and um, that, you know, being popular is just not part of my purpose. Mm-hmm. Like that's hard though because I think yeah. – I think deep down we all want to be popular. I don't yeah. care what anyone says. Yeah, introverted people. You just want to fit in. Want to be accepted. Right? I think yeah. that's the thing. You want to be accepted. You want to fit in. And you want in. to be special. And you, you want, want to be... feel like you're unique and special. Yes. And the one thing that God just really showed me this year is that, um, especially like with the student ministry and like the type, like the students that I reach and I talk to and stuff, like, you know, I don't. They, I don't have to be popular. I don't have to be um, this like really cool person because there are certain girls out there that I can still minister to that love me and I love them. And they just, I mean, it's, it's the way um, God created me is just well, to be weird. So that I, because I want to make them feel comfortable. Yes. It's almost like I can look in the room, I'm looking through the room and I see girls just like me. I can mm-hmm. see them, and I can see, um, or how I used to be. Mm-hmm. Like when I was in high school, I was um, I had a lot of insecurities. I um, didn't feel like I was good enough. I never felt popular, but um, but I knew I, I felt like I do have something to give. But I just will never be the popular kid. Um, but I have other things I can give to people, like kindness and mm-hmm. friendship and things like that. And I can see those girls. And I'm attracted to um, to mentor those girls and to love right. them and to be like, hey, embrace who you are because God has such great plans yeah. for you and you're so cool the way you are. Like you can reach so many people, you know? And the thing is you're popular to them. Never thought of it like that. But you are. Do you know what I mean? Like you mm-hmm. are the popular, you are popular. I think we get popular confused with like being like almost, I don't know, it's, it's not even, I'm trying to think of the word. It's not worshipped, but being this like, this pinnacle of admiration for a certain mm-hmm. group of people. Mm-hmm. So like the most popular people, you want to be popular among them. Yeah. So like popular in the majority. Yeah. But like we forget that like the people that we're reaching, mm-hmm. that's who they're looking at as the most popular. Like what they're looking at us that. as being, does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I get what you're saying. Like you're reaching yeah. them. Like you, the, so popularity yeah. doesn't mean it doesn't always have to be with the majority. So like. It's not necessarily yeah. the cool kids. No. <laughs> like whatever. Yeah. 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 I just, um, I think I've, I think sometimes when you want to be accepted by a certain group. Mm-hmm. That basically have nothing in common with you. You just want to be part of that clique. Then you start 
talking to these people Mm -hmm. and being a part of this group and you feel leaving not so great about yourself. Well, because you weren't yourself. Because you weren't yourself. You had to be something else. And that's exhausting. And so when you just learn to accept who you are and how God created you, then it's a lot better. You can, you find your true friends. That was another thing that I did. I, I was like, who would I'd rather be friends with? Like who, who are the, who would be my ride or dies? Who do I want? Who are my true friends? And to appreciate them. Mm -hmm. And it's quality over quantity. Yes. Every time, every time. And, um, that's just kind of what it comes down to. And so, yeah, that's kind of what I learned. Those are good. Yeah. Taking notes. Well, I would be if my phone was not dying. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so I feel like we've been so like philosophical. I feel like, like we've been like Beth Moran it up. Oh, we've been so intense <laughs> names. We're like Christine Kane up in here. Oh, yeah. We got some Charlotte Gamble. Got a little I'm bit of yelling. Alex Ely, you know. <laughs> we just need foreign accents and we'll have it down. Yeah. If only we had an accent. Are we the American version? We're the now? American version. Yes. <laughs> We could just be like, the only thing I can say in an Australian accent is, hello, church. That's all I got. Perfect. I love but it. But I can't do anything else. I love it. <laughs> I mean, because they, uh, really, all the good ones come from really Australia. All, what, what is it? England. Are Australians more godly? I don't know. Because I feel like there's a lot of Australian uh, powerhouses out there. There are. There really are. There's Hillsong. There's, uh, I you mean, know. you got all them peeps out there. Yeah. We just need to. For sure. Maybe we should move to Australia and get like the power of the Aussie and come yeah. back and like. And then I'll have like one of those weird like <laughs> weird accents that aren't it's, it's American, but there's something weird going on. Yeah, you're trying mm-hmm. to figure. Mm-hmm. And people always are like, "Where is she from? Where is she from? Just can't figure it out." The, yeah. It's Southern Australia. <laughs> Australia, <laughs> Bama. Can you? <laughs> That'd be an interesting <laughs> accent. For sure. Be awful. For sure. Yeah, if we could only live up to those amazing yes. women. But yes. anyway. But we're going to bring it down to a more shallow yeah. uh, pool. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Let's bring it on down. Um, we're going to get real MTV reality on yeah. you. Yeah. Um, so let's talk about books because yes, we're, we're book nerds. And so mm-hmm. what is the best book or books that you read this year? Like of all the stuff you read. So first of all. You had a goal last year. I did. Yes. I had a goal to read at least one book a month. Yes. Guess what, guys? I read 23 books. Look at you. Woohoo! I exceeded awesome. my goal. This That's is incredible. Awesome. I feel like maybe I should double it this time. I think you should. Like, do like two books a month. Do you know what I do, though? Let's see. And I haven't, I haven't met this goal for a while. <laughs> but I try to take my age, whatever I'm going to be that year, and double it, and that's the amount of books I want to read. Or you Lord, could I'm say, going to read 60 books. Yeah. Or Holy you could moly. just say, what is your age? And read that amount of books. Okay. I could do 30. So you probably <laughs> 30 books. <laughs> Which, because I turned 30 in February. Hey. Yeah. So, um, so I made the goal, guys. It's amazing. Um, but 30 the, flirty and thriving. Oh, totally. Hey. <laughs> um, we are crazy tonight. Yeah. We having fun. You know what movie that's, that's what from, though? Um, that's from, um, 13 going 13 on, on 30. Okay. I was yeah. just making sure. No, I knew I was exactly. testing you. No, I know exactly. Okay. What, girl. Okay. Generate like my jam. That's I incredible. loved it. Jennifer Gardner did an incredible job. She's, she is a gift. She is to everyone. Okay. So the, but out of all those 23 books, mm-hmm. um, and I know I've talked about this before on the podcast, but it's my favorite. Yeah. Um, the winter sea. Yes. You, such a good one. Oh, you basically get two novels in one. 
it's just full of all the goods. Like you have history, it's historical fiction. So I mm-hmm. love history and like all that stuff anyway. And it just has like two amazing stories. You have love, you have like that, the sadness, the betrayal. happiness, joy, betrayal, um, a surprise ending, mm-hmm. like all the twists. Oh, it's so good. Yeah. So that's a good one. So the winter sea by Suzanne Kearsley, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Susanna Kearsley. Susanna yeah. Kearsley. Sorry guys. I did not, I didn't write no. that down. <laughs> but anyway, Susanna Kearsley, go read it. It's just incredible. And I can't remember which podcast, just go listen to all our podcasts. And I went we to like talk about detail. it. Yeah. yeah. I think it was, rants the, and raves. was it, it was, was a it, rave. It was a rave. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. You have a great memory, Amanda. Good well, job. you know, thanks for, for these things. <laughs> So what about you? Important things I don't remember. Um, So I have two that kind of tied with me because I was going through my list. And I had a few that I just really liked. Mm -hmm. But there were two that really stood out for me. And one I did talk about um, during a rave. And it was Eleanor and Park. Oh, yes. I read it to you guys. by Rainbow Rowell. And it's good. That book just, I mean, is it about two kids in high school? It absolutely is. Yes, it is. But it brings you out. It has all the feels. Like, it you're does. just like, you are emotionally invested. Big time. In these characters. about. Mm-hmm. So it's this, you know, the girl and the guy. And so if you want to listen to what that's about, or you can look it up. But, um, yeah, it read like a movie. And that's kind of mm-hmm. what I felt about it. Like, I could see it in my yeah. head so well. Even, just the even the dialogue and everything was just real, like what teenagers how they would yes. speak. And, you know, it reminded me of so I read Pride and Prejudice when I was thirteen. That was uh, the the first Jane Austen book I ever read. And it was really kind of like the first like grown up adult book. Yeah, that I, don't I had see read. How you read it because it like I well I didn't play sports. That vocabulary I was. Know. I like the library yes. was like a thing for me, so I would gotcha. go. They would let, and they were always been there. It was like you can't rent this many books. And I was like, but I promise I'm going to read them. Um, but I remember reading that book, and I was in the car, and I and I knew nothing about the story. I had, mm-hmm. like there were I'd never seen any movies and nothing. And that part where I thought when Mr. Darcy first tells her that he's in love with her, I dropped the book. It's the first, like, the most visceral reaction probably to this day that I've ever had of a book. Uh-huh. Because I was so surprised. Oh, my god! I really thought he hated her. You know, yeah. Oh, whole, yeah. The whole book. Oh, they've yeah. been, like, enemies. And he's been really disdainful towards her and rolling his eyes at her. And then he's like, oh, by the way, I love you. You're like, and I was what? like, what? Going <laughs> <Come> in? <laughs> yeah. And so it reminded me of that feeling because there were some parts in Eleanor and Park where you're just like, what? What? Oh, okay. Yeah. You know, Um, and so, because you really do think that you can see the girl character falling for the guy character. Oh, yeah. I did not see the guy falling for the girl first, First. which is what I really enjoyed. Yes. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. So, that book, and then I read, at the end of the year, this is like, it gets right under the radar, but the last week of the year, I read um, Remember God by Mm -hmm. Annie F. Downs. Yeah. And I told you this, but I think it's the first, it's all all about the fact that, like, she had these... um, She's a Christian author. author. Mm-hmm. Um, she has a really big Instagram. She speaks at a lot of churches. Yep. And she's known for being very um, funny and just mm-hmm. upbeat all the time. And we're the same age. She's single, lives in Nashville. Mm-hmm. And so this book is all about this expectation that she really felt that, like, this was going to be the year. I think it was 2017. Uh-huh. That this was going to be the year that God was going to fulfill this, you know, desire of her heart to be married. Yeah. And she had all of these friends that were speaking it into her life that this, yes, this is your year, that they'd heard from God, that this love, like her word was love, her word was bride, you know, all that stuff. And then it didn't happen. Mm -hmm. And um, 
talking about like the like it was the most real book that I've read about um disappointment and just being like sometimes it doesn't happen what you think yeah the plan is and do you still love God when he doesn't answer the prayer you want him to answer the yeah. way you want him to answer it? And so mm-hmm. she even made the comment that she said, um, do I love God or do I feel chained to him? Mm. Yeah. Like, oh, that's like a really real question. And the book did not end on this super happy, great. And then it happened kind of. A, yeah. You know, exactly. And she says, I wanted it to end this way because I started writing it thinking this is the ending I was going to get. Yeah. And I'm sitting here and this hasn't happened. Yeah. And in fact, I've just broken up with somebody. Like, oh, I mean, I mean I'm not, this is no spoiler for the book. Yeah. Like, if yeah. you follow her, you know these yes. things. Uh-huh. But like, I was really, it was, it, a lot of people may say that that was like a really doom and gloom way to end, but I felt like it was such a fresh, a breath of fresh air for someone who is in Christian circles to be that honest and vulnerable yeah. and be like, I am struggling with this part of my life. Yeah. It, that it, I'm afraid that so God going. is going to disappoint me. Yeah. That in yeah. the end, I'm going to be disappointed. And so she also talks, but she talks about how we, when we feel this way and that she knows that she feels this way, mm-hmm. but we have to remember the promises that God has made us Yep. and to keep going back. And you may have to do it over and over and over and it's hard and it yep. doesn't mean it's not hard and that you may not feel it all the time. Mm-hmm. So I loved that book and um, it really made me a fan of hers just for the honesty yeah. that she brought into it. So Remember God by Annie F. Downs. Really good. So if you're struggling with anything like that, yeah. it doesn't have to be about, being, about being single. It could be anything because it doesn't just dwell on her being single. Yeah. Um, just in general. But if you just have like, an unanswered prayer that you've been praying for a really long time, this is the book that you need to read. I'm going to have to read that book. So, yeah. Yeah. That will be one of my 30. I'm going to Yes, one of your 30. <laughs> you should read it. Yes. <laughs> but yeah. So... You know, we love books, but we really love movies. We do love movies. I mean, we, what we talked about, we're going to go see like a bajillion yes. movies. We did see a few movies last we year. Saw, we saw a few. So what was your favorite movie? Okay, so it's a tie for me. It really mm-hmm. is. And um, the A Quiet Place. Oh, oh my gosh. I totally forgot okay. about that. I yes. loved that movie. Wow. I yeah. think that movie is still, I think it's one of the most genius so different mm-hmm. there's hardly any dialogue and you are like in it oh yeah you know what I mean and like oh, that yeah. is maybe one of the most intense hours and a half I've spent watching things through my hands yep just being really afraid that <laughs> things aren't going to work out for this family yeah well because yeah. in the first couple minutes nobody's safe you realize oh, no, no. that <laughs> like yeah the first like five minutes established <laughs> the fact that you like anybody could go yeah at anybody. any time <laughs> um, so yeah, A Quiet Place, I loved it. Um, it did in, uh, increase my crush on John Krasinski. I know. It made me it just really like, did. love him yes, even more. Yeah. Um, and, and Emily Blunt. Yeah, I know. But, you know, I'm trying not to focus on her because I just need John Krasinski. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> they're married. No, they're I know, married. yes. They're very cute. I get it. They are. <laughs> but yeah, it's a great but movie. But he's like, really honestly, like his, he got like, he like even cuter. shape. For like, this, yeah, movie. he showed up, and then when he was like in the TV show Jack Ryan, I was like, mm-hmm. "Who is this guy?" And look, I loved him when he was Jim. Oh yes, and he was just like tall and lanky, and just had like, no muscle tone. He said such like he's lovable. He's just he's, he's and just he's a still, lovable man. And you can't take out the Jim. No, you even can't. in a quiet place, it comes out in a few places. Oh yeah, and even in the Jack Ryan series, mm-hmm. it does. So yeah, but. Mm. So that one, and I really, and we talked about, we did a whole podcast about it, but mm-hmm. I loved I Feel Pretty. Yeah. And it was blasted by the <laughs> critics. Like, it's like one of, they're saying it's like one of the worst movies or whatever. I loved it. Who cares? I don't Those care. darn critics. I don't care because it spoke to me in a time yeah. that I needed it. 
um, to speak to me. And I just feel like it was a great message for people. And yeah, I loved it. I feel pretty. I agree. Thank I you. Agree. How about you? What were your favorites? Okay. So we've definitely talked about this movie before. And it wasn't in a theater. It was on Netflix. Um, well, Netflix has been stepping up the game. They though. really have. Mm-hmm. And when I realized with this movie that how much I loved it was the day that it, I had watched it again. Mm-hmm. And then... As soon as it was over, I pressed play again. That's how you know. Or if you have it on in the background, you're not even watching. Exactly. It just soothes you to hear it Yes, yes. Call me a cheese ball, but to all the boys I've loved before. That movie. I love it. You had to do it. You had to. But I I did love that movie, though. It was, it's so good because I think it's a very, like, clean movie, too. That's what I like about it. And it's just very, like, high school. Um, I I feel like the two main characters have such good chemistry. Mm -hmm. Like, you know what's going to happen, but it's just. And Peter Kerensky. He's such a cutie. He is a cutie. He is. Let me ask you this question, though. Uh huh. So we also watched Sierra Burgess is a Loser. Yes. Which we both enjoyed. We just, yes. Uh-huh. Do you think the chemistry is better with him in To All the Boys I've Loved Before with, uh, is it Lara Jean? Mm-hmm. Lara Jean, yeah. Or is it better in Sierra Burgess is a Loser? Or is it equal? What do you think? It's a hard <sighs> I one. don't know. Just, you know what? And it's probably, I'm going to be a little biased on it just because I've watched All the Boys I've Loved Before like a million times. And I'm just like, the chemistry is amazing. Well, but that also makes sense, though, because in Sierra Burgess's Loser, they really don't spend a lot of on-screen time together. They don't because she's pretending to be somebody somebody They're on the phone a lot, but they're not like together together. But I love it at the end. The end is great. But I think because- I may have watched the ending of that a couple times. I think what makes to All the Boys I've Loved Before is that you said, like you said, they had more screen time together and there's like- those flirty moments uh-huh. and you see them. And I think the girl, I think it's Laura Condor. I think that's her, yeah, na- her yeah. name in real life. She's just a great actress. Mm-hmm. I think she's a really phenomenal actress and I like her and just the way that she portrayed Laura Jean and stuff. So, so yeah. you do know they're making a sequel. Yes. Yes. I was going to announce that. <laughs> I was going to say, oh, I stole your thunder, but I did see it listed on something that they announced like they were officially doing the sequel. Yes. Isn't it? I'm so excited. I love that the people in their 30s when this comes out are going to be the ones that are like, we're so excited. But you know what? I'm kind of scared at the same time because sometimes the sequels are like what not they that great. do the, the, the movie? Yeah. Well, it's kind of like, okay, so the the Christmas Prince on Netflix was uh-huh. really good. I liked it. But the sequel wasn't as good. Really? I didn't watch yeah. the sequel yet. It was like the, uh, the wedding, you know, yeah, yeah. whatever. I mean, it's not really a spoiler alert, guys. It's like a Hallmark movie. We They're know that she's going to marry married. the prince. Yes. It's just going to happen. But anyway, um, so I just hope it's as good as the first yeah. one. Um, so, yeah. But there was also another movie. Now, I don't know. I think it did come out in 2018 because I was kind of late to the game to watch it because I waited till it got on Netflix uh-huh. um, because I, it was too late for me to watch it in the theater. I kept It kept being sold out on yeah. um Red box, and so finally it came out on Netflix, and I'm like, I'm gonna watch it. But I watched Black Panther. It is so good. It is really good. It really is. And you know, I did not. I'm not a big superhero. I mean, I like them, mm-hmm. but they're not something I will camp out for and be like so excited to go see it. I'll go yeah. see it. I mean, yeah. I'm fine. Mm-hmm. This movie was so good, was, and the cast, great all star cast. It even has the Hobbit. It has Martin Freeman. I was like, 
Incredible. Yeah, Incredible. Um, so I I really enjoyed that movie. That is a good one. A lot. Yeah. And you know, I'll give an honorable mention because I watched it. It didn't well, it did it come out in 2000? I think it did. Mm-hmm. I saw it right before we started 21 Days of Prayer. So when right before I couldn't watch it anymore, because gotcha. that's what I gave up. Yeah. Dumplin'. Have you watched that one yet? I watched Dumplin', yes. I loved that movie. And it, it came out in 2018. Yes. I thought that was a really well made. It was movie. a good movie. It has Jennifer Aniston. Jennifer Aniston. In it. And you know, I heard Jennifer Aniston interviewed about that movie, and she said that she really identified with the Dumplin' character. And I was like, uh okay. what? Because in the movie Jennifer Aniston is her mother and she's a beauty queen. Yeah. She's perfect. Yes. Mm-hmm. And the daughter is chubby and has struggled with self-image and yeah. just, you know, but like, and honestly, I will say this, she didn't really struggle with that much self-image. She's pretty confident. Yeah. Yeah. But. Her, because of Dolly. Yeah. Because of Dolly. <laughs> Dolly, Dolly Parton. Parton's in it. Oh, so yeah. good. Yeah. Um, but anyway, Jennifer Aniston was saying that her mother never saw her as beautiful because her mother was a professional model, which I did not. I didn't know. know that. Yeah. And that she, her whole life, her mother made her feel like they had a, a really strange relationship. And it was very similar to that character because wow. she never felt like she was as, like, you know, she made her feel like she wasn't as pretty, pretty as her. Yeah. As her. And different instances. Stunning. Her, oh, yeah. But she, oh, and, you know, and it just goes to show that, like, nobody sees themselves for who they really are. That's true. But I just loved that movie. And I thought that Jennifer Aniston did a really believable she did. job of, like, a small town Southern mom. Pageant queen, pageant queen. Yeah, because when I saw the casting for this, I went, "Okay, really? Yeah, Mm -hmm. it's it's Rachel. Yeah, but she is a good actress, and I think we forget how good an actress she is. Oh yeah, Yeah. I I like Jennifer Aniston. I really enjoyed it. Yeah, it was a good movie. That was a great honorable mention. Yes, honorable mention. I'm glad you I'm glad you threw that in there. So I'm gonna throw one at you, and I'm gonna let you think about it because I want to do it. Okay. I also love to pick a song of the year. Oh. Oh. Okay, go. Okay. okay. So I'm going to let you think about it while <laughs> yeah, I'm talking about mine. Think. I'm like, wait but a minute. I um, Normally, I will pick a song that is very upbeat and like, we're going to go get them. Yeah. You know, that kind yes. of a thing. Uh-huh. But I picked a song this year that is really odd for me, but it's and it's not a new song. It's been out a couple years, and you'll hear it in a lot of movies. Mm-hmm. But it's by this band called Fink, F-I-N-K. Okay. And the song is called Looking Too Closely. Mm-hmm. And it's talking about how, like, the, the very beginning of the song says, this is a song about somebody else, so don't worry yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, but then it just keeps saying, you don't want to look in the mirror, you don't want to hurt yourself by looking too closely. Uh-huh. And then he keeps talking about how, like, none of us really want to look at ourselves. You don't want to hurt yourself. Yeah. Um, and even the line, the truth is like blood underneath your fingernails, oh. and you don't want to hurt yourself. But for me... I feel like it's probably supposed to be sort of like a melon. It has a melancholy feel to yeah. it. Mm-hmm. It reminds me a lot of The National, which is another band I really love. Mm-hmm. It kind of has that feel to it, this kind of driving beat and um, kind of dark minor chords. Yeah. But for me, it really, like, I was like, I want to look closely. Yeah. Like, I like the self-examination kind of feeling of this song. Like, what do you see? Because at the end, he says, you know, um, it's you right there in the mirror Mm-hmm. don't hurt yourself but like by looking too close but you can look at yourself and be like what do I want to change this year yeah like it, do look closely look examine yourself and not just your physical self mm-hmm. look, examine look at your you know look closely so the song is looking too closely by think and it's just a great song and it is kind of a like if you're in a mood it's a good driving song it's good <laughs> like if you've left you. if you've left I, I'm big cinematic movie moments I even had you know I've, I've said yes. I have a playlist that is called I'm the leading lady of my own life <laughs> 
Um, Which I love. <laughs> so I, when I want to feel like I'm in a movie, I play that. But like this song makes me kind of feel like you've left a party where you just are not really satisfied with the interaction you had with someone. Uh-huh. This is the song you play. Yes. You know what I mean? Yes. You're like, I'm going to put that one on and drive home and think <laughs> deep thoughts and look out the window. Pretend I'm on a subway like in, <laughs> like with you know the rain. You're such That's, a four. I am an Enneagram 4, yes. You're such a 4. Slightly traumatic. (laughs) I love it. But, um, yeah, so that's my song of the year, looking too closely. How about you? Okay. You're going to say something really positive, like somewhere over the rainbow, and you feel like (laughs) such a jerk. (laughs) You're a (laughs) 2. So you're going to be like, I have chosen (laughs) Amazing Grace. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'm I'm like, picked a song that's all narcissistic. (laughs) I think about myself all the time. Well, I feel like, and I don't know if I can pinpoint okay. a song. I'm going to okay. go with the album. Okay. You know where I'm going with this. I do. Yes. Because I have been obsessed yes. with I this exactly album say. all freaking okay. year long, ever since it came out. Yes. And that is Ben Rector uh, yep. Magic. That's what you're going to say. Ben Rector Magic. It is a good album, though. It is such a good album. And, I mean, if I didn't, that would give such, like, injustice to, like, right. this year for me. Um, but you like, can have an album of the year. I don't think that's anything. I mean, it's an award. It's, but it also <laughs> makes you feel. <laughs> <laughs> if it's a Grammy, it can be my life. It can be my life. <laughs> 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 I mean, it's an award. Um, no, I think that's totally because, like, then there's like a mood for everything, like all moods. Yes. There's like, a song for all the moods. Yes, there is. And um, the one, uh, the first song, "Extraordinary Magic," mm-hmm. it just gives you all the feels. Yes. It's like I see like extraordinary magic in you. Like, love it. Uh, and then like the song "Green," um, it talks about like he was driving to the Pacific Northwest, and it makes me think of when I went to Seattle with my husband. Yes. Then a dynamic duo is just a fun song. Um, it's just uh, it's just really fun. I like it. Um, and then you have like the lovey dovey songs like at the end of the CD. Like mm-hmm. there's just pl- lots of songs for every occasion, everything. Yes. And there's one song called "Old Friends." That it's just so sweet, and it really makes me, like, nostalgic. Um, it's just saying that you can't make old friends. Right. Like, you can oh, make new friends, yeah. but you can't make old friends, mm-hmm. the people who know and you. And we all just have a handful of those now, right? Right. Mm-hmm. And it's like, it's like, you know, no one knew what inline skates that I owned, except they did. Like, I've yeah. seen all their parents' back porches. Like, Things like that. And it just makes me think of, like, all these people that are in my life. And I think that's one of the um, parts of the year where I I was like, I need to appreciate the friends that I have. Like, the ones who know me, know my heart, you Mm -hmm. know. And I think that's what makes it a little bit more difficult to make friends when you're older. Just because, like, you already have your people. (laughs) Like, you know, usually you already have your people. And it's hard to make new friends because you have to go through the whole explaining who you are when right. those people just know who you are and they've just walked so many uh walks of life with you like seasons of life and stuff but um but yeah so the whole album Ben Rector That's Magic good. I went and saw him in concert and guess what I'm going to see him again in March because hey. he's coming yeah, to Huntsville so yeah just to say I'm slightly obsessed with Ben Rector is a complete understatement um but I do have one song okay and that I do put on repeat a lot, and it's Seasons 
by Hillsong. That's yeah, a good one. United. Uh, I think it's United. Is it United? I think that one is Hillsong United. Yeah. Just look up Hillsong and the bit seasons one and you're of them. good. It's one of them. One of the Hillsongs. <laughs> one of the 20 million versions of Hillsong. <laughs> it's one of them. Um, but seasons is just a good song. I like, I like the guy's voice mm-hmm. for one thing, like how he sings it. But it's just talking about, you know, how. Um, is you, that the you, one about being like, is it a sycamore? Like, is that he says? Or? Yeah, Sequoia. Sequoia. That yeah. was it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So from like seed to sequoia. sequoia. Yeah. And um, just like talking about like when you grow, like growing and stuff. And one of my favorite lines is like, God, if you're uh, not done, done working, then I'm not done waiting. And it just, every time I hear that, I'm like, because it's at kind of like a big moment in the song. And yeah. I'm always like, if you're not done yes. working, God, I'm not done waiting. Like I will like scream it in the car. Okay. And, um, but it's just a really good song. So. There you go. And I will say I have an honorable mention ah, also. So if we, we each have mm-hmm. one. Um, mm-hmm. The song um, Light On by Maggie Rogers. I think I talked about this on our Ray, our song episode. But. Right. I think so. There is a line. So it's called Light On. It's very upbeat and it's happy. But it really is. Um, I think it can mean probably different things to different people. And it probably means different things to her. Mm-hmm. But um, there's a line in the chorus where she says, if you keep reaching out, I'll keep coming back. But if you're gone for good, then I'm okay with that. Yes. And if you leave the light on, I'll leave the light on. And I love that line because I think that that really encapsulates a lot of the way that I want to feel. Like it's, yes. it doesn't mean that I, I um, that we're done, like I'm writing people off. Yeah. But it means that like if it doesn't happen, if we don't get back to being friends or this relationship doesn't, you know, it doesn't, it's okay. It's we have to be okay. be okay. Yeah. But if, but it doesn't mean we're not leaving the reconciliation open or, you know, in, yeah. in all areas of life. But yeah. I just think it's such, and then there's another line that she says, um, I have fi- I'm finding out there's just no other way and I'm still dancing at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. If you leave the light on, I'll leave the light on. Yeah. Um, and I always change it to breathing. <laughs> like I'm still, cause I don't dance. Yeah. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. We don't want to see that. Um, but like, yeah, I bob. I, bob. Um, <laughs> I car dance. I'm a great car dancer. Oh, yeah. I mean, I like you can throw down some moves. Mm-hmm. It, yeah. yeah. Like people see me from the waist up and they're like, that girl can move. But yeah. if I try to include my lower extremities, nothing happens. <laughs> it's just like, just from the waist up. I'm real good, though. <laughs> but anyway, yeah. So I just, I feel like it's such a great, um, just a hopeful song of like that things will be mended yeah. in all mm-hmm. areas. And it doesn't mean with just people, just situations and things like yeah. that. You have to let things go. And if, if it fixes them, if they fix themselves, then great. And if they don't, that's okay. I think that's awesome. Yeah. I do have one more song. Let's look, we could do songs for all oh, ever. Yes. But this is when Sam might kill me though. Uh Oh, um, this is, is this a backstreet boy song. No. Okay. This is actually a song he wrote. <gasps> yes. Um, and, um, he sent it to you. I love this song. He sent it to you for you to sing, mm-hmm. but he was playing the guitar and he mm-hmm. sang it mm-hmm. and you showed it to me. Like he had not shown it because Sam's yes. very like, he, um, he is not a tutor of his own horn. No, he we'll is that. not. He really not isn't. at all. And, um, and plus he's a very like, I want the project to be done before yes. you hear it. I want it to be yeah. well, like, you know, he's a perfectionist in that way. Um, but, um, he wrote a song for Amanda, uh, to sing and um, I listened to it, and it was it is so good. I mean, I know he's my husband. I might be a little biased, but when I listened mm-hmm. to it, I was very impressed by it, and um, the thought that went into it, just the way he the words were written. Like he he did a really awesome well, job. I yeah. think what it 
really did for me, though, is it's like it was written from a point of view that wasn't necessarily, I mean, it was his point of view, mm-hmm. but I felt like it was me. Yeah. <laughs> but I mm-hmm. felt like he saw me yeah. for who I was in, yeah. in, a, in a hard, hard time. Yep. And it was full of grace and just, I'm going to cry. No, I'm like emotional, but it was just so sweet. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think to be seen in a way that you wish people saw you, yeah, especially if you've gone through something hard, because mm-hmm. you feel like people judge, yeah. and they're like, "I'm gonna get, I don't know why I'm crying." <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. But like to know that your best friends don't think that way, that they see the heart inside of you, and they know that that's what you really felt like. Yeah. Um. So yeah. So I'm so glad you said that because like I didn't want to be all like you know, yeah, crying on the <laughs> podcast. <laughs> Type fours, you know, a little tears are always good for the soul sometimes. But yeah, so yeah, I'm so glad you said that because one day I really do hope that like we are, um, we will record that. Yeah, I hope so too. I that's a really special, and I think you would sing it very well too, Amanda. Like your voice would be great. So, but yeah, so that was, I guess, the last honorable mention because we could go on forever for songs. I could go on, I have have a playlist of thousands, but yeah, so hey, and one day, hey, you may hear this song that we're talking about one day when Amanda's famous. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. (laughs) let's bring that down a bit. (laughs) That's what God's preparing you for, Amanda, sobbing through the. Do you know what's so funny? So we're about to do, one of the things that we're working on right now is we are, um, the Enneagram. Yes. We're both reading a book about the Enneagram and we've been studying. We've, we figured out what types we are. Yes. <laughs> like, there was a thing, we really love this Instagram account called Enneagram and Coffee. And she did this, <laughs> it was like Enneagram type bingo. Uh-huh. And yeah. like two of the things on mine were most likely to cry while telling a story. <laughs> so check for today. And then the other one was view- <laughs> Has a playlist, like listens to music and pretends that you're in a movie. movie. Check, check. <laughs> you're like, I'm a four. <laughs> like, and I'm crying while telling a story. This is so big. <laughs> okay. I love this. I love it. Oh my gosh. But, but yeah, so we'll move on to, uh, I guess, um, we, believe it or not. Okay, you did songs, right? Yeah. yeah. I guess uh, we could do TV shows. Oh, TV shows. Like a TV yes. show. Yeah. So what was your favorite okay. TV I show? Mean, who's going to be? No one's going to be surprised by this. Um, I had two. I can't do. Okay. And I'm going to go really quickly through them. Okay. And I'm just going to say it. Some people might get offended by this. Okay. okay. The name of the TV show is Shit's Creek. Yeah. But it's not spelled the way that you're thinking it is, because <laughs> that makes a total bit of difference. Um, it's S-C-H-I-T-T, apostrophe S. Yes. Y'all, this show, okay, if you like The Office, if you like Parks and Recreation, mm-hmm. with a little more maybe adult gotcha. in it. And it really isn't, like, the first few episodes, there's some language that I'm like, oh. Yeah. And then uh-huh. they kind of go away from that. Like, so after that, it really kind of stops. But the show is... <laughs> is written by Eugene if you know who Eugene Levy is mm-hmm. um, I grew up on Eugene Levy because my parents watched a lot of Canadian TV ah. um, but it's him and his son Daniel Levy write this show and it is hilarious and so I really enjoy it I'm not going to spoil anything for you because you just need to watch it <laughs> um, and then I really loved The Haunting of Hill House <sighs> okay I loved it because okay. that that book, The Haunting of Hill House, is yes. my favorite scary book ever written gotcha. by Shirley Jackson. It is mm-hmm. the scariest book I've ever read. Holy moly. Hands down. And even and in the book, you never even see a ghost. It's mm-hmm. just the the idea of it is is horrifying. Oh wow. But they did now you do see a lot of ghosts in the 
the TV okay. show. It's on okay. Netflix. Okay. But it is so good. And it's, I mean, it was one of those shows that I watched and I was really sad when it ended because I just wanted it to keep going. Oh. And it was just so well done. And I feel like all of it, um, they were just really faith. They weren't, you know, they changed some of it from the book, but they mm-hmm. were still very faithful to the spirit. Of Which the book. is good. I wasn't disappointed. Yeah, I've heard a lot of people like it who like scary stuff. They really like it. And they said it was like one of the scariest. It is the, and it yeah. is, and I, you know, I have no problem watching scary things by myself. Yeah. I'm weird like that. Yeah. But like, I really can. It takes mm-hmm. a lot to scare me. I feel like most things make me, I'm just kind of like, eh, it's not that scary. Yeah. I like spooky scary. Yeah. So this was scary. And I will admit that there was like a couple times that I started thinking about an episode and had to turn a light on. See, because I started thinking, what if they're standing over my bed? See, I'm already <laughs> getting anxiety, and you know yeah. I don't do scary. No, you would you would hate it. So I'm just probably not gonna watch so, it. Yeah, I would say if you are like if you love scary stuff, and you just like to be scared in this comfort of knowing that you're not going to be hurt. Yes. You know, yes. Then this is this is a show for you. Yes. But if you have anxiety and nightmares, don't, don't do it. No, don't do it. Yes, <laughs> don't do it. Don't do it. But yeah, that was my favorite TV show. How about you? Okay, so I think I've um, talked about this one before, but called The Midwife. So good. Um, it's a series on Netflix. Surprise. Makes me want to um, ride a bike. But oh yeah, it's so good. It's about um, it's in the 1950s. Um, it's actually based on a journal from a nurse, a midwife yes. in the 1950s, and it just kind of goes through. Um, all the stories of what she went through, um, the different types of like births, the people that she knows. It's just a really good show. So honestly, for me, um, what makes a great show is like if it's in any type of British, like yes, colony, anything, <laughs> colony, <laughs> colony. <laughs> Did I say colony? Seventeen seventy-two. Holy moly, Andrea, get your life together. We're from the British colony of George. British Isles, the British whatever. I don't know. That, yeah, that no, if Irish, it's, I liked it though. But um, um, if it's yay. set anywhere in Europe, in Europe, where they speak English, where they speak English, so England, I'm down. I'm down with it. Yeah. If it's historical, I'm down. And and it's about like real midwifery, people. like it's nurses, midwifery. like <laughs> that's, that's right. Sounds weird. I know. Um, it's a nurse. I'm a nurse. Like yeah. it's medical. I'm liking it, man. But you yeah. know, it, like that kind of okay. So this is the thing. Like I feel like this way about Grey's Anatomy too. Mm-hmm. I just get so stressed out by the people dying. Like the people that they may die. I know because it's real life. It's not like a scary movie where it's like that's the point. Yeah, these are like people you like care about. And yes, you're like don't you have like and babies with, and like and, oh, it just yeah. it hurts me. And I think it's really good because I like to put myself in people's yeah. situations, True. and it's just a really good way to like. Um, to be like, I am so thankful that we live in America in like in the 2000s. With antibiotics. <laughs> like with antibiotics. And vaccines. With, um, with painkillers. And indoor plumbing. Epidurals. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yay, because whew, some oh, of them yeah, women yeah. that pain, whew, bless her. Bless her souls. Bless her souls. Yeah. But anyway, great show. Yeah. You should watch it. Um, and I have one more. Um New Amsterdam. It's a medical show also. I've heard. Okay. Isn't that th- with the guy that used to be on The Blacklist? I never watched The Blacklist, so I, think I don't it, know. I think it is. He's cute. But he, yeah, he's cute. The main he's doctor. Yeah. But, he, but he's a doctor that comes into this huge hospital. He's like a, um, and he, he's going to be, he's the chief of this hospital, comes in and he basically like mixes it up. He basically fires like all these people and is like, if all you're doing is making money off these uh, patients or you don't allow care because of like money issues, you're out. 
Like wow. we're going to take care of these patients. We're going to do what we can. Um, and in all bases, because like he had a, um, a sister who, um, who got sick, went to this hospital, um, and then she ended up dying. So he became a doctor, you know, and he just wants to help patients. And so it has like really good storylines really good. and things like that. And he's just an interesting dude. It's a, and it's honestly, I think why I love it because I, I love it because I, as a nurse, I would love to see a hospital where insurance didn't matter, money didn't matter, yes. that we could take care of the patients because I've seen so many times that patients have to do either unnecessary procedures or have to do even more invasive procedures because their insurance doesn't cover it right. and they don't have the money to do it. And it breaks your heart because you're like, yeah. this could be less invasive. You could do like laparoscopic instead of having to like, but your insurance you know, is not paying for that. So yeah. you got to be cut open. Like it's just ridiculous. It just yeah. makes me so upset. So like to see a, like a hospital, like in a world that could actually happen. Mm-hmm. And they're like, you know, there's a line. He's like, you know, you're not going to get away with this forever. He's like, well, let's keep doing it till they find us out. I love it. So yeah, I have to watch that. Great show. Great show. But, um, yeah. So, um, I was really like this year was a fun year because I got to travel yes, a little bit, did. go to some traveling and stuff. You got to travel this year I too, did. Amanda. You got to go on vacation. Tell me about it, girl. What was your so, favorite place you traveled to? This was the first vacation I had taken, honestly, mm-hmm. had taken in almost, it was nine years mandate I know I know except, except for like a two-day weekend like at the beach you know which doesn't count no yeah so <laughs> my whole family so it was my sister and brother-in-law and their two kids and then my parents mm-hmm. we all went to Florida and so we went to we went to Disney World <laughs> which is great Yay. and then we also went to the wondrous world of Harry Potter Yay! and let me tell you what like Madeline and Derek were excited, but I, w- my sister and I were, and my dad and mom, we were just like, this is amazing. <laughs> I could have spent all day and the next day. Oh, yeah. And like, oh, it was, it was really, really fun. But it was just a really fun vacation. We just had a really good time just hanging out and doing what we wanted to do. And mm-hmm. um, just, and, uh, you know, and the older we get, I think like it's just really important to enjoy things, especially with like our parents. And, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, who knows how long we'll be able to do all these things together yep. as a family. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, it was so much fun. And Madeline and Derek were just, I mean, just adorable. Oh, I can like they. Yes. So they're that age. They're they're six and four where they still believe that, like, the the animals, you know, like, you know, like, all of the characters. Like Mickey and Minnie. Mickey and Minnie and Donald and Goofy. Like, these are real people to them. And they're, yes. they are not people in suits. They think these are the real people. Yeah. And they just lost their minds. We had a uh, chef Mickey, like where they had the breakfast, mm-hmm. and I've just never seen children that like jumping for joy with excitement. And I, mean, I was just, it was, it was precious. I just, I loved it. You, uh, Amanda had shown me some of the videos, and I loved it because like Madeline was like talking to them, like telling them yes. like what was the phrase that she, she told kept every saying? single one of them. I rode a really fast roller coaster last <laughs> night. She told every single character, and I have to hand it to every character. They, they were like, oh. They like, like, that's amazing, you know? Yes. But she told every single one of them, like, yeah. every single one of them. Uh, so. I feel like, spe- I think it takes special people to um, yes. to work at Disney. You yes. have to love children and yes. you have to do it well, you, you know? Yeah. So I, yeah. it was, it was, I think yeah. anytime you go with children who still believe in magic, mm-hmm. like, really believe it, yeah. you know, it completely, you're beginning, it's like going again. 
yeah. when you were little. You know, yes. you, it reminds you of all of that again. So you're seeing all of yes. it in new eyes. So and it like gives you permission at like a kid too. Yes, because they're excited like a kid, and you're like, yeah, me too. Uh, <laughs> Madeline, we went into so we went into Hogwarts. There's like and so we Madeline wasn't tall enough to ride the ride. She was so disappointed. Oh, it but breaks we, my heart. I know, but we asked one of the. Um, ride workers are like, can we just walk through? Yeah. And they're like, yes. Just, mm-hmm. they're like, just when you get to the ride, just tell them that you're just walking through. So they let us walk through and Madeline turned to me. And she's like, I can't believe I'm here. <laughs> With her little, can't believe I'm here. And um, they have this little scene where um, Ron and Hermione and Harry, and it's like, it's really just like the projector. It's a hologram. It's a hologram. Yeah. Uh-huh. And they're saying the same thing over, because we got stuck in this one part of the line and like they, <laughs> they did it like four times. And Madeline turned to me as we were leaving and she's like, I cannot believe I got to see them. Oh, and she was like, gosh. and I saw Dumbledore. <laughs> I was like, I just loved it so much because she just really, you know, Thank she's you the so one happy. that saw, you know, she saw Hermione, the girl that, you know, Emma Watson. Yes. Uh-huh. They watched the live action Beauty and the Beast and Holly said that Madeline turned to her and she said, you know, Beauty looks a lot like Hermione. <laughs> like it has not occurred to Madeline that it's an actress playing the same part. Oh my like, gosh. She just really thinks that Beauty looks a lot like Hermione. They're like they twins. Yeah. <laughs> they could be the same person. <laughs> So, yeah, that is amazing. Uh, I'm so glad you had a great time. Yeah, it was great. It was like great. I could. I was loving like the well when you came back. I saw yes. your pictures and everything. Ugh. Yes, because we weren't allowed to post anything because my sister and mother determined that if we uh, posted anything while we were on vacation, that robbers were going to break into our houses. Oh, no one needs that. And I maintained that no one wants what I had in my house. Like they would be so disappointed. <laughs> they could follow the trail of disappointment and find. Anyone who broke into my house. But <laughs> this chick has nothing that we want. So, so, so. you're safe. You were safe. Yeah, I was safe. You're good. So, but I did. We all waited until we got back to post any, I get you know, you. anything. This day and age is a little cray cray. A little crazy. So, yeah. so how about you? What was your favorite travel? You went to a few places. I went to a few places. But what was your favorite my travel destination? favorite was Seattle, Washington. Seattle. Oh, my gosh. Yes. It was the best trip. Space Needle. Oh, my gosh. It was so much fun. And the Space Needle was fun, but it was under, like, it was under construction. Really, it? Yes. Yeah. It was under construction. Like, half of it you couldn't even walk on. And the other part was, like, all these boards and stuff around it. So I feel like if we go to Seattle again, I'd like to go up with the finished product. Yes. <laughs> but um, but it was still cool, like, being up there. Like, you could still see some right. city, like, going up the elevator and seeing, like, the city and stuff. But, um. And this was an anniversary trip, This was an anniversary trip. So Sam and I went. We had lots of coffee, really good food. automatically a wonderful vacation. Oh, it was incredible. And um, and, uh, we went and we hiked uh, around Mount Rainier. And we went to, um, on this trail that took a long time, but it was very pretty. Um, It was, uh, you had to walk to get to the trail. And then... But Sam took us on a detour to this, <laughs> like, off the beaten path. And I didn't know if we were going to make it back to the path. But we ended up making it back to the path. And then we went to the trail, the Green Lake Trail. And at the end, it was a beautiful site with, like, this frozen lake with snow over it. Mm. And it was gorgeous. I would have to say, though, that was maybe the toughest day because I was completely out of shape. And we were going <laughs> completely up the mountain on uh-uh. this trail. And um, the whole time I was saying some words under my breath that wasn't really kind. But then, like, at first I was thinking, I can't do this. 
I'm not going to do this. I can't. Then I was like, you're never going to do this if you keep saying you can't do it. So I was That's like, right. so I was like, you can do this. Keep going. It's going to be worth it. Because one point I do remember like screaming up at uh, Sam because he's 10 feet in front of me. And I'm like, I'm like, this better be worth it. <laughs> I think that was in one of your Insta stories. <laughs> and I think that's what you texted me. <laughs> yes. And I said, if it, I was like, next year we're going to Jamaica and we're not hiking anything. <laughs> like it was just in the middle of the struggle. Mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. then once we got to the end, it was worth it, obviously. Yes. And then coming back down was a lot easier than going up. So, and we saw this waterfall and it was so pretty. So it was great. But um, the food was excellent. The coffee was excellent. We had some uh, gelato, this place called Gelatomo. Oh, gelato is so good. It was incredible. And we ended at this place called Japanessa. And it was a, uh, um, it I had sushi and also Ooh. and it was really good. So and we also got to go to Judah Smith's um, church, church home, church home. Yes. We got to go to church home, which was really fun. Um, but Judah was not speaking that Sunday. Isn't that the way it always goes? <laughs> yes. But one of the other uh, pastors spoke, and it was like a really yeah. great message. And we actually got to see a friend of ours um, who. Went, um, had gone to Church of the Highlands here in Huntsville, mm-hmm. and he's doing an internship up at Church Home. So we got to um, got to see him. So that was really cool. That's great. Um, and see how he was doing. So, um, but it was just a great trip. Um, I I just enjoyed it. It was it was very fun, very laid back. We walked everywhere. So I was in shape if I wasn't before. <laughs> <laughs> but here's the thing: we ate so For much food, shape. it like canceled it out. Though. Yes. That was the problem. Like, it completely canceled it out. <laughs> That's how I felt about the Florida trip. We literally walked 18 miles, but we Shh. ate so much that nothing, it did not affect it. It didn't, no. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, what? that's good because then you don't gain. Yeah. You're just the same. Exactly. <laughs> just to maintain the status quo. But, yeah, I would definitely go back to Seattle. Sam yes. and I sometimes think we're like, one day it was. Um, when we you retire, sit- is that where you want to move, maybe? Oh, that would be really fun, actually. Yeah. We were um, we were sitting there at a coffee shop in Birmingham one day, and it was kind of a dreary day, and we were sitting there, and Sam went, this kind of reminds me of, uh, of Seattle a little mm-hmm. bit. And I was like, yeah, it does. I was like, we got to go back, man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is great. So, yeah, it was good. But anyway, enough about awesome. Seattle. I could talk about it all day long. But that was my favorite place that we went to. I've I've been to Seattle a few times, but I was I was too little to like really appreciate any of it. Mm-hmm. I just remember there was an amusement park at the Space Needle. Yeah, and that is all that I cared about. And there was you <laughs> had I never we didn't ride the Ferris wheel. Mm-hmm. There was a Ferris wheel we could have ridden, but yeah, we didn't do it. But I did take pictures of it. Yes, <laughs> I took pictures of a lot of stuff. But it happened. Yeah, yeah. I think that was one of the nights. Um, it was after the hike. And my knee was killing me. And I was, like, like, hobbling back. (laughs) It's the first time we ever did an Airbnb. And um, it was a really good experience. It was really great. Um, I'm I'm thumbs up all the way to Airbnbs. So we'll try that out again. Hopefully it'll continue with the good experiences. I don't know. But anyway, so I guess I'll probably just start wrapping it up. But um, I you know, what is one thing in 2019 that you're looking forward to? I am looking forward to being surprised. I like that. Because I think for a long time, I think we, and I think it's not just me, but a lot of times we forget that we can be surprised by good things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we hear surprise and we think, 
That's one of the things that Annie Downs talks about in her book, Remember God, where she said, like, she hears the word surprise and immediately is like, what now? Yeah. You know, yeah. and I think that that's just like an adult viewpoint. Yeah. Because we don't like surprises. You know? <laughs> but I am looking forward to, like, good surprises. Yeah. And so I'm actually trying to make a list of things that have surprised me in a good way. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. So, like, even this morning, we, Andrew and I went to breakfast mm -hmm. um, after prayer, and um, we went to this little cafe here in town that we just love that – we have eaten at a million zillion times. Yes, so good. Sunny Street Cafe. Mm -hmm. And we were sitting there and we were just talking. We were just having a really good conversation. And when we went to get the check, um, we asked for the check because I had to go to work. And the waitress said, oh, your check is taken care of. <laughs> we were like, but we did what? like, it did not compute for a minute because I just kept trying to hand her my stuff. And she was like, no, I mean, like it's been paid for. And we were like, what? what? Who did it? And she said, oh, they were sitting at the bar, at like a breakfast bar. There was a little breakfast bar area. And she was like, mm -hmm. their backs were to you. But like, and so we've been like sitting thinking, who was that? You're we like, like looking do around. Do we know them? <laughs> yeah. Did, do they go to church with us but, and we didn't yeah. see them? I mean, yeah. but that was a good surprise. It was just a, like a very nice thing that somebody did yep. that they did not have to do. Yep. That started both of our days off in like one of the, you know, like I went to work. I'd been to prayer. It was great. And then that was just an extra like little lift to my day that yes. it was like, I mean, so if you can do things like that, you know, so catalog those things. I think that those are. Those are happy surprises, and I think that if we start paying attention to happy surprises, there's more of them than you think they're going to be. And be fun to look back at. And I'm looking for some big surprises. I'm yes. believing for some, like, big, huge, only God could make this happen yeah. surprises this year. Oh, I there, can't So wait. I can say there's no other person in the world that could have made it. It had to have been a God yep. surprise. Yep. So that's what I'm... Believe oh, that's it. exciting. I can't wait till that happens. Yeah, me I'm too. Pumped. I'm excited. <laughs> How about you? Um, so this year, um, we, Sam and I have lived in an apartment since we've been married. Mm -hmm. Which is and, a lovely apartment. Is, I love it. Yeah, it's a great apartment. I appreciate apartments. It's good. However, we ready for a house. Yeah. So we're going to start looking for a house. Hey. So, I just want a I'm guest excited. room. Yeah, you can have a guest room. Let's yeah, start, start bringing room. Bernie with me. <laughs> we're camping out tonight. Thanks. This is Amanda. Yeah. We're, we're giving tours. This is Amanda's room. Amanda. You know, I've been Amanda. <laughs> she lives here a lot sometimes. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I'm looking forward to that. Yes, I realize that. Houses come with, like, if something goes wrong, you don't just call the maintenance man. You have to, you know. Like, take care of it. Be yes. an adult and take care of it. But I'm hoping this house comes with a garage. Yes. That I can park my car in so I don't have to freeze. And go up morning, three flights of stairs. Go up three flights of stairs. I don't have to, like, run out in the rain. Like, yes. all these things. That's uh, Honestly, I just want a house for the garage. That's really, <laughs> that's really it. <laughs> I mean, the house isn't much to look I mean, at, but have you seen fine. the garage? Have you seen the garage? I feel like that'll be the first time. I'm like, guys, I have a garage. So this is the garage. Yeah. So that's on my prayer list. Being yes. like, okay, Lord, um, garage would be great. Two car garage would be incredible. Even better. So that's what, that's what we'll pray for. Yeah. That's the <laughs> I don't know any. I won't know any other specifics about the house. But like, Lord, let it just have a two car garage. <laughs> so I'm excited about it. We'll that's see. Exciting. I mean, I know it can be a process to get a house. Like we're right. hoping. Um, we can maybe move into a house by like April or May. That oh may be gosh. like being a little too optimistic. But how but awesome would that be? That would be incredible. So, um, we'll just see, we'll see where it goes, yeah. you know, um, what neighborhood praying for good neighbors, yep. you know, so who knows, but I'm excited. It's exciting. That really is. 
Okay, guys. Well, that is it for this episode. We hope you are going to have a fantastic new year um, with all the wonderful things that New Year's have to bring. Yes. (laughs) Next week, uh, in two weeks, we will be talking about, it'll be Valentine's Day. Yay! So we're going to be talking about all things love and all the dumb things we've done for love. Many dumb things (laughs) we've done for love. And hey, if you want to leave us a review on iTunes, we would love that. Um, you can just go to iTunes, look up our podcast. If you would leave us a five-star review, that would be even better. Yes. But that enables <laughs> other people to find our podcast. Yep. And so this episode was produced by Sam Albert. And music by Scott Holmes. And as always, we do not have it all figured out. But we're trying. We're trying.